0: the world is like a ride at an amusement park and when you choose to go on it you think it's real because that's how powerful our minds are i can tell you from experience the effect you have on others is the most valuable currency there is don't think feel it is like a finger pointing away to the moon don't concentrate on the finger or you will miss all that heavenly glory
1: you take the red pill you stay in wonderland and i show you how deep the rabbit hole goes Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Nicholas Gregorati Show. I am your host, Nicholas Gregorati, speaking to you from a pretty rainy and overcast Los Angeles, California. It's the second day of the new year. I hope you guys had a fantastic New Year's Eve celebration. And I really do hope that this next year brings you all the good things that life has to offer so last year was a really big one for me. I would say it was one of the biggest years of my life. I went through an experience, which I will discuss with you guys at some point on the show. Just not yet. I'm not yet ready to to share it. But just to whet your appetites a little bit, it was a an, an NDE, a near-death experience. And needless to say, it was profoundly moving and it caused me to question a lot of things. One of the things in particular was... What, I, what I'm what i doing with my energy, how I'm spending my energy, the projects I'm investing my energy into. And one of the things that I sought clarity on after this whole thing, when I was asking these questions was my podcast. And I found some clarity moving forwards. The first thing is that I want to focus more on the podcast. I made that commitment the year before last at the end of 2021. And I actually did keep my word to some degree. I produced 34 episodes last year and the year before it was only 16 episodes. So it was more than hundred percent increase in the number of episodes. And I did put a lot more energy and time into it, but I'm doubling down again in 2023. I'm going to, I'm going to really make this one of my core focuses. So the podcast did experience some growth in audience last year. We had a 26% increase in downloads, which I was really happy about. And, you know, one of the things I want to ask you guys to do for me, if you enjoy what I'm putting out, out there, if you enjoy this show and it's impacted your life in a good way, all I ask from you is that you share it wherever you can, whether that's in a conversation or on your social media, or if you share an episode of the show with one of your friends via email, whatever avenue you choose to do that, it means a lot to me. That's how these things work. That's how projects like this grow. And it's also how they, they survive and ultimately thrive. Is, it's built through the community, through the audience. I've realized marketing marketing can only do so much. You know, like a lot of the things we look at in our life, Uh, look at it as successes in life generally became successful through word of mouth and marketing usually when there's a heavy marketing push it's used to cover up a deficiency in the product now or the service now i really hope that this podcast isn't deficient and that it can survive and thrive based on word of mouth and that means the word of mouth from you guys so please Help me spread the word. It is a a labor of love. I put a lot of love and energy into this show. It's it costs money to run it. And, you know, the way that you can help me serve you more and get more episodes to you and episodes of higher caliber is to help me make it more successful. And that means sharing it with, with anyone you can. So that's the first thing I wanted to share is I'm doubling down again on the Nicholas Gregorati show. The second thing is I am now changing the show from a men only or men centric podcast to a human centric podcast. I've just decided that, uh, that phase for me of focusing on getting my message out to men is, is over now. My message has to get out to everyone. And, uh, I've dealt with that. I've taken care of that, that part of my journey and I've, I've given back to the the men's community more than enough. Now, now it's time to spread this out to everyone. And so I'm not sure exactly what will change when it comes to the the look of the show, like when it comes to the, the images on the website and that kind of stuff. But I do know that there will be more female guests moving forwards. And also there's a new tagline, which is the sign off line I use at the end of the show, which is we're all alone in this together. And the older I get, the more I reflect on that, the more it just keeps coming back to me that that really is the truth. We are all alone in this thing together. And my friend Rocco says community is the one thing that can't really be taken from you. And I, I agree with him. It's when I look at the things that make me happiest in life, it's my friends and the people I love and the people I serve, including my clients, my listeners and my audience. And so at the end of the day, this show is for you guys. And even though very often we feel so alone in life, just remember that we're all in this together. That's what I want people listening to the show to feel is that, you know, they're not alone. Something I actually say to my close friends when they're struggling with things, is, I say to them, you're never alone. I'm always here for you if you need me. And uh, I want this to be something that's always there for you. This weekly conversation or discussion or monologue or whatever it, it morphs into. I want this to be something that that helps you realize that you're not all alone. So that's uh, my New Year's commitment and intention for the Nicholas Gregorati show. And let me give you a preface for the guest that's coming up. He is someone who can help you become a published author now, being an author is something that really changed my life in many ways. I've I've published three books now. The first two were on jujitsu. The third one was my men's self-help book. And each of those has opened doors for me. And each of them is something I'm really proud of. And they were not easy to create, but... You know, I didn't have anyone like Chandra Bolt, who's our guest, who's an expert in helping people with self-author. I didn't have guidance from him, so I had to kind of wing it. So if writing a book is something that you've had on your mind or thought that there's maybe a possibility for you, listen to this episode and Chandler will will give you some deep insights that'll really help you along with the process. So guys, enjoy the first episode of 2023 of the Nicholas Gregoretti show. I really appreciate all of you. Bless you! And without further ado, here is Chandler Bolt. Hey, brothers! Warm welcome to Chandler Bolt, who is the CEO and founder of Self Publishing School and the host of the Self Publishing School podcast. Chandler, thanks so much for coming on the show, my man. Hey, Nick! Great to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. I I'm, I was intrigued when your your PR person sent sent the request through because um, I'm someone who's self published uh, three books and yeah. they. Really did open up many avenues for my business and my different aspects of my life. There was a an expression that w- that prompted me to to release my first book, which was that you should always own the ink in your industry, which basically means have something published in your industry. Brought me nothing but good things having yeah. having books published in, in my in the industries that I work in. And uh, I know there's a lot of people out there who. I mean, everyone has got a book in them, right? They say everyone has a book in them. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who want to write a book and they probably put it off like they put off a lot of things in their life because they think it's too difficult. And it's my understanding that a guy like you is here to tell them that it's actually not that difficult.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's simple. It's not easy, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, for, it's kind of like you said, I mean, the root word of authority is author. You can't spell the word authority without the word author. And so I think for a lot of people, it's one of the best things you can do to grow your impact, your income and your business if you have one. But then there's kind of like you said, there's this, it it feels daunting, Mm -hmm. right? It feels like this thing that, all right, maybe someday, maybe next year, maybe when I have no job, no kids, no Mm -hmm. business, no responsibilities, like I'm just going to lock myself in a cabin and do it. But it -hmm. it just, the sad reality is that that's just not the case for most people. Um, You got to get started before you're ready and, And my goal as someone who's, you know, C-level English student and a college dropout with ADHD, my goal is to make the complicated things simple. And so the complicated thought or process of writing a book, try to make it as simple and, and easy to understand as possible.
1: I love that. And I also love that expression, you've got to get started before you get before you're ready I think that holds so many people back they want it perfect before they begin they want all their ducks in a row <laughs> everything ready to go and but it just doesn't work like that man yeah. it just doesn't does not work like that and it it's I learned that you know the hard way <laughs> so how did you get started I mean it's quite a well, it's a very specific niche that you've got yourself how did you find yourself teaching people how to publish their own books
0: yeah and I certainly never thought I would be doing this I mean I was the guy who didn't like reading, didn't like writing, wasn't any good at it. <laughs> and I I'm obviously dropped out of school and now I'm running a school. But I, I think it was just, it was two things. One, I did it a couple of times and it did well. And then I, I published a couple of books early on and they did well. And then people just kept asking about it. Um, and so I think there was that. And then there was, I dropped out of school, but I kept learning like I was still in school. That mm-hmm. was one of my big commitments to myself as I said, you know what? I'm dropping out, but I gotta. I gotta keep learning, as if I'm still in school. But I just turned to books, and mm-hmm. you know, for me, a book is a fifteen dollar mentor. You know, people are always sure. asking, "How do you get a mentor?" Well, the smartest, most successful people on the planet have written a book, and all you got to do is pay fifteen bucks and spend a few hours, and then you, you can learn all the all the best stuff. Hundred percent, right? So I just I've... started doing that, and I started realizing, wow, books are changing my life. Not only as a reader but also as an author. And then people started asking about it. I started teaching it for free just to kind of be a nice person. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. Mm.
1: That idea that, um, you know, you can get a mentor for for 15 bucks. I remember very clearly, I think I was 13 or 14 and I was at my family home in South Africa and Oprah was on TV and oprah's always on tv after school and there weren't many channels in south africa and on television at the time i think we had like four or five channels mm. and i actually started to really like watching oprah i just found it was like mm-hmm. the, one of the best things on tv and one of the things that i uh, remember specifically a guest of hers saying it was it was actually rudy giuliani though i think he was the mayor of new york at the time now i want to make it clear rudy giuliani is not necessarily someone i endorse in any way I'm, I really do not care about him or his politics, positively or negatively. But he said something on that show that really stuck with me. He said, "When he was a kid, his mother taught him that that the answers to pretty much anything in life can always be found in books." Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, when you hear something and it, it's <laughs> it, it just goes straight to your core, right? Like you just yeah. know that this message is is really important to you. That was for me. I, that always stuck with me, and I cannot even. Count how many times I have had something in my life that I wanted to an area of my life that I wanted to evolve or progress in, and the way I did that was I went and bought a book, yeah and just fucking read about it and like yeah. mean, it wasn 't complicated, I just got a book and read mm-hmm. and learned about it you know i didn 't get mm-hmm. any permission from anyone i didn't need to enroll in a university i didn't you know I just went and did it, and that 's one of the many reasons I love reading and I believe that I think one day I'd like to start a, a charity of some kind that just helps helps kids read or, or helps yeah. them, you know, get involved in reading more. It's just yeah. such a powerful tool for the human experience.
0: That's awesome, man. I love that. Yeah. So
1: one of the things that you're an expert in doing is helping people who have just too many ideas for book, mm-hmm. for their book, narrow it down to, to one key idea. How do you do that? Do you have any tips on that?
0: Yeah. So you know, there's probably people listening, they're probably in one of two camps, either maybe three camps. Either I have no idea, I'm not sure what I want to write about, or maybe I've got an idea, that's great. Um, Or, hey, I've got too many ideas. Like I've got 15 books I could write or a handful of books I could write and I just don't know which one to write first. So if you're in that bucket, I recommend asking three questions. So question one is, uh, which one can you finish the fastest? So maybe you have a life experience on that topic, a ton of knowledge on that topic, so you could get a rough draft done. And then question number two, which one am I most likely to finish? Hmm. So not only am I going to get started, but I'm actually going to get a draft done because that's the most important thing um, when you're writing a book is, is getting that rough draft done because then the light, you start to see the light at the end of the tunnel and you start to believe that it's possible. And then question number three, which one's going to make me happy? Like Which one am I going to enjoy writing? And so I really think those are three important questions to ask to narrow in on one idea and then write that one book. And now that doesn't mean that's the only book that you're going to write. Uh, you know, you could write more books down the road, but write that first book and get that first rough draft done. Sure. So, I mean,
1: I spoke about it a little bit earlier in in the in the discussion. This idea that you know, like writing a book leads to to many good things. But and and you spoke about authority, which is, is definitely true. What, what else have you seen with the people you've worked with? Like, what examples have you seen of? like avenues just being open, or doors being open to them once they've become published or self-published.
0: Yeah. So we, I mean, we always talk about how a book is kind of like this key that opens the door to Narnia, right? It's this magical world that really only exists for published authors. And mm-hmm. it's all these opportunities is maybe you're getting on podcast interviews like this, maybe it's starting a business or, you know, just open up doors for PR, like all kinds of stuff. And so But I look at it kind of, there's a lot of those things, I think, for a lot of people. And for me, with my first book, like that was amazing. And there were all these things that I'm like, wow, I never imagined I would be on a podcast Mm -hmm. or that I would, you know, be on TV or speak at events for people or like all this stuff. Right. And so it opens up a lot of those doors. But then, kind of, very fundamentally, if you have a business, like it's one of the best things you can do to grow your business. Like Mm -hmm. I use my books um, and especially my new book published to bring in leads, sales, and referrals for my business. And that's what I recommend people do is, is strategically structure the book to where A, it's amazing value. Like people read it and they say, this is the best book that I've read on that topic. Mm-hmm. And then B, that it, it directly aligns with what you do so that it brings in leads, sales, and referrals for your business. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, my, my one concern, to be brutally honest, is like I have read some books that just sound like infomercials and it puts yeah. me...
0: For really sure, quickly. Yeah. yeah. How do you... I mean, how do you get around that? Yeah, well, I think you, you write a great book. That's not an advertisement. Mm-hmm. And you can do both, right? They're not mutually exclusive of having a quality book, but then also having a book that grows your business. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think for a lot of people, first off, you got to give all your best content, cover all your best content in the book. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that is that is just the very first step is... A lot of people, if they're trying to grow their business using a book, they just hold back and it's just literally just a sales pitch. So you need to teach all of your best content in this book. And a lot of people are gun shy about that, but I think that you you need to do it. I mean, and in doing so, people will say, wow, this was so helpful. I want them to help me further with this, or I just want to pay them to do it for me. Sure. <laughs> I, I understand it. This is really helpful, and and now I'm ready to do business with them. But I think it's walking that line between all right. I'm not being overly salesy and saying all right. Chapter one, pay me money and do business mm-hmm. with me. <laughs> you know. But it's it's really teaching the core concepts and teaching all your best stuff. And then a lot of times people pay you to tell it to them again. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's
0: that's interesting.
1: I'm reminded, um, you know, you spoke about this door to Narnia being opened and what came to my mind is there are a couple of things that that I thought of the first was the first time I was, I was somewhere and someone came up to me with a copy of one of my books and asked me to sign it. It was, you know, and they said, this book really helped me a lot. And it was just a priceless feeling, you know, it was, it felt really good because I've spoken about this on several episodes of my show, but you know, so many of us are, are consumers and we're trained to be consumers and the true act of, I think what, what makes us much happier than consuming is creating and being producers. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. for years i had consumed so many books, like read thousands of books and then To finally say okay it's my time it's my turn to give something back or to create something to be to be to get onto the other side of that equation Mm. that was really cool and then i remember you know every now and then when you when you doubt yourself or or we we all have not all of us but most of us have battles with with self-doubt or or imposter syndrome or questioning things and i remember like uh (laughs) i I was struggling it was one of those times for me and I realized, man, like I wrote the book on this. I literally wrote the fucking book <laughs> on the subject, right? Yeah. And it was, it was quite, a cool, quite a cool galvanizing um, experience. And uh, I think if anyone has it in them, if anyone believes they, they could write a book, I mean, just, just give it a go. Like what's, what's the worst that can happen? You fail. Like, so what? Right? You'll probably have fun doing it anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I wanted to ask you, Chandler, marketing. I'm going to be honest. I've got quite a disdain for marketing. I think the world is overly saturated with marketing and I do it cuz I have to, but I definitely don't enjoy it. Like what what's your thoughts on marketing a book and and more importantly doing it in a way that doesn't sell your soul?
0: Yeah, it's so funny cuz I'm in a similar boat, Nick, and and that like one of the earliest pieces of advice I got from a mentor of mine is they said, "Chandler, you got to learn to become friends with Sam." And I said, "Well, hold up, who's Sam and why do I need to know him?" And they said, well, Sam is sales and marketing. (laughs) And I said, well, you know, that's a cool, it sounds like a cool idea, but there's only one problem. I don't like sales and marketing. And their advice to me, which I thought was interesting is they said, you know, it doesn't matter if you like it, but you have to learn it. And marketing is how, if you you feel like the book that you have or the product that you have will positively impact people's lives, Mm. then it is your moral obligation to tell them about it.
1: Mm, I love that.
0: Right? And that's a reminder for me, I have to keep going back to that because I'd much rather just be everyone's friend and and not really be out in front marketing. And there's a lot of things I think marketers do that is just not real. It's just not my style. It's, it's I just, 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 just kind of gross, to be honest. Yeah. It. Like, it's just like, oh, I'm in front of this Lamborghini. I'm doing this thing. And I've got yeah. like spoof videos that kind of make fun of that stuff because that's <sighs> just not... I, I don't think that's... Nobody needs that, right? That's mm. just... There's a lot of puffery and there's a lot of beating your chest and saying I'm awesome, you want to be and like there's, me. There's a lot of bullshit as well, a lot of them are lying. Yeah. Right? 100%, 100%. Yeah. So I think you can ethically market something that you believe in and you can passionately do it, but just make sure that you're adding value, right? Marketing sure. is really it's it's adding value and helping educate someone and moving them closer to a purchasing decision. Now, that's a purchasing decision that they can make, right? So they can say, yeah. "Hey, thank you, this was so helpful." And I'm not going to do business with you. Cool, <laughs> like that's fine. Yeah. Um, but but if you if you do it with integrity, authenticity, and in a genuine way where it's adding value, then I think you'll find that 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 more often than not, people will say, "Wow, this is helpful. I'd love to do I'd love to do business with you." You know, mm-hmm.
1: that's how mm-hmm. I look at it. At least that's cool. Yeah, and that's that's helped shift my perspective a little bit. I mean, probably the thing that shifted my perspective the most was. Uh, very successful friend of mine who we were talking about this exact same topic. And he said, look, if you, if you think about the Bible, uh, specifically the, the 10 commandments, when Moses came down with the 10 commandments, like even mm. the word of God had to be sold, right? Like, yeah, yeah. he had, yeah. He had to market it to the people. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I get that, you know, like, and I, I also think another thing that's really helped me is this understanding that there's so many people out there who just, like useless and they've just got great marketing. And so that they're they're convincing people to buy their crappy products and services that mm. if you have a good product or service, it's another moral obligation. You you have to get them to get your stuff before they get the other garbage stuff, right? Just to save yeah, them. No doubt. Which is another way to look at it. So how do you specifically use books to grow a business? Or how do you get your 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 clients how do they use their books to grow their business? What what's what's the basic I I know you can't give it all away because um, then there'd be no reason for them to read your book,
0: but give us a little bit. There's a few things. I I look at how do I use a book to strategically get more leads, more sales, and more referrals. That's kind of how I look at it. So more leads, these are people who find out about me because of this book. Then more sales, these are people who already know about me who decide to do business with me because of this book. And then more referrals, this is turning customers and or pro, or even prospects into active referrers right so I'll, t- I'll just unpack kind of each one of those mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. one at a time so the more leads piece you know like i said that's people who hear about me because of my book and i use my book everywhere and in, in our sales funnels and and stuff and i give away the book for free or different versions of, of the book for free and so that turns traffic or visitors into subscribers right and inside my book, people who read, it's all right, how do we turn readers into subscribers. And then those folks, um, a lot of times, they'll they'll say, hey, this is interesting. They'll book a call with my team. They'll sign up for self-publishing school. Right? And then there's this sales piece, which is, all right, I'm using it throughout the funnel. So now all of our sales metrics go up. Our Our traffic to lead rate, our lead to booking a call, our call to show up rate, our close rate, all those things go up. Because... Of the authority of the book, and or, or our authority because of the book, but then also we're teaching, we're adding value, and so people are saying, "Wow, okay, this is these people have already helped me. I want to do business with them." And then the third piece, the referrals piece, I look at okay, prospects, prospects. They can read the book and they can say, "Wow, well, I'm not going to do business with Help Publishing School," you know, for whatever reason. But hey, someone else says, hey, "I'm thinking about writing a book." They share the book, so now they're referring me business but then on a the, on a similar token customers i recommend for a lot of people give two copies of your book to every single customer and then now all of a sudden you say hey here's one for you and one for a friend who needs help with xyz oh. right now they would never give just, just walk around hand out your business card right and and even if they did people will probably throw the business card away immediately mm-hmm. or within 24 but if they give a book then people see that book they think of you, and so that's what I've done with my book published as well. Is you know, give away a lot of copies for free to people who are prospects or friends of customers, and then they'll turn around and uh, you know book a call with my team, sign up for self publishing school, all that stuff. That's awesome! Wow,
1: a really cool system. I'm actually going to take that little tip from you and, and give um, two copies of my books away to my clients. It's I love that. Yeah, thank you for that. So, Chandler, okay, someone's listening to this show. Generally, they're they're guys they've got great life experience. They've got something in them that wants to be expressed. They, they want to put it on paper or they, they want to write a book, but they need that last little, little bit of a push. What would you say to them? If you could in one sentence or one paragraph, mm. one idea, how could you really mm-hmm. just, just get them over the hump?
0: Yeah. I mean, so I'd kind of go back to the thing I, I said, at the very top of this and that's the timing's never going to be right. You're going to have to get started before you're ready. <laughs> and, and I would recommend that the first step, you just, you take 15 minutes. As soon as you, you, you finish listening to this, you write your book topic in the middle of the page, blank sheet of paper. You, you put a set of timer for 15 minutes. You write out everything that you can think of on that topic mm. and just brainstorm. That's what we call a mind map. It's step number one in the four-step process that we teach. It's called the more writing method. And that's where I recommend most people start. Love it.
1: Absolutely love it. So if the people listening want to find out more about self-publishing school, or maybe even read this this new book of yours, what's the best way for them to do that?
0: Yeah. So the new book, it's it's called Published, The Proven Path from Blank Page to 10,000 Copies Sold. If you're thinking about writing a book, if you've already published a book and it's not selling as well as you'd like, either way, um, it'll be really, really helpful for you. You can check out the audiobook version on Audible. I narrate it. And so that's kind of a fun conversation. But then if you'd like a physical copy... So I wanted to do something for friends of Nick here. So if you go to publishedbook.com forward slash Nicholas. Okay, so published book, like I published a book.com forward slash Nicholas. um, First 50 people that go there, and this is in the US, I'll ship you a free physical copy of the book. I'm going, to be one the, I'm going to be the first guy because yeah, I'm the first listening to it. Yeah, it's so going to be first awesome. first 49 people after <laughs> Nick, um, you'll get a free physical copy of the book. And then even if you're international, no worries. You can still fill out that same form and we'll just give you a digital version instead for free. Um, so either way, you can go there, um, grab a free copy of the book. And then if you're thinking, hey, this is really helpful. like I'd love to see what it looked like to work with you guys at Self-Publishing School all you have to do is go to self-publishingschool.com forward slash apply. You can book a call with my team. We'd be happy to chat with you about your goals for your book, your challenges with your book, next steps, start to put together a plan and see if there might be a fit and if we can help you with that book. So awesome. those are the two best places to go.
1: Awesome, Channel. It's been really, really great. And uh, you're clearly living proof that uh, the system works. And I really appreciate your time. Nick, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. So if you're on the fence about writing your own book, I really hope that tipped you over. It's doable. Like anything in life, like Jiu Jitsu taught me this. There's ways and better ways. And all you need to really do is, not all you need to do, but one of the main things you can do to help yourself in any endeavor is to find the techniques. And once you've got them, everything is, is easier. Hope you guys enjoyed that episode of the all new Nicholas Gregorati show. I will be back probably in a week's time with another episode for you. I've committed to getting uh, more episodes out each year. I don't want to promise you that there'll be one every week, but it'll be a lot closer to one every week than it was last year. Last year was about just under one a week, about 0.75 episodes a week. I want to try to get that to a, a solid and consistent one episode a week. So also, if you guys want to reach out to me and give me any suggestions for the show, like guest suggestions, I'm always open. A lot of the guests on the show have come from listener suggestions and I just want to have interesting conversations and, and learn more about what it means to be a, a good human being. So if you or someone else you know fits that bill, just hit me up. You can go to my site, coachnickg.com and there's ways to contact me on there. That's coach. NICG.com. Until next week, guys, remember, we're all alone in this together.